0: Hey everyone and welcome back to The Leadership Project with your host Mick Spears. We bring you thought-provoking guests and topics every week to challenge your thinking about leadership. Our aim is to help you become the leader that you wish you always had as we learn together and lead together. Welcome to the Leadership Project with your host Mick Spears, where our vision is to inspire all leaders to challenge the status quo, and our mission is to empower modern leaders through knowledge and emotional intelligence to create meaningful impact. In today's episode, we're really super excited to launch the Leadership Project onto the world and to share with you this movement where we are looking to push the agenda to have challenging conversations about what the future of leadership should look like. We hope you enjoy the show and please uh, don't forget to hit subscribe if you would like to be advised of future episodes. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us at The Leadership Project. I'm your host, Mick Spears. As mentioned in the introduction, this is our first episode and we're really excited to bring this new podcast and The Leadership Project movement to you. As mentioned, our vision is to inspire all leaders to challenge the status quo. We fundamentally believe that many leadership practices that we have in the world today were developed back in the 50s and 60s and perhaps refreshed a little bit in the 80s, but in some respects have not moved with the pace of the world. The world is changing all the time. We're discovering new things. We're really rethinking the way that we should address a broad range of topics from emotional intelligence to unconscious bias to diversity and inclusion. And we don't believe that we're fully moved leadership practices to keep up with the pace of the world. So the purpose of the whole movement is to challenge the status quo and to start some crucial conversations about what the future of leadership should look like. As mentioned, our mission then is to empower modern leaders through knowledge and through emotional intelligence to create meaningful impact. All leaders in the world are trying to do a good job. There's no one out there that is really purposely going backwards or being ineffectual and we want to empower people with knowledge and with the tools that they need to be able to be as impactful as they can be in a modern world our target audience really it's for anyone that's got aspirations as a leader or to improve your leadership but if we broke it down a little bit further first of all there's young leaders the next generation of leaders that are coming through that are trying to break through. They might be making that transition from being an individual contributor through to either a manager or a leader, and they're still trying to create their own leadership style and learn exactly what it is to be a leader. We're also interested in talking to lifelong learners and we do believe that lifelong leaders are lifelong learners and there are people out there that are always looking for new skills, new knowledge and looking to sharpen the saw and we want to talk with you and we want to have an engagement with you about that. The next group might be those that are struggling with digital transformation These could be current and experienced leaders that are struggling with transforming their leadership skills and their leadership style to a new digital world or even a work-from-home world, uh, for example. We also particularly have an interest in developing leaders from diverse backgrounds. Uh, As you'll see shortly when we talk about our beliefs and our values, we strongly believe in diversity and diversity and inclusion and we want to help people from diverse backgrounds that are looking to break the glass ceiling to break things like discrimination and bias so that they can become the next generation of leaders as well. That is a topic that we must address and you will see that we cover that on a regular basis in this podcast and also in articles that we post uh, on LinkedIn and other platforms. We're also looking for collaborators. So you're going to see that many of the podcasts that we have will have guest hosts that come in and talk about very specific topics that that they have a deep level of expertise in. And we're always looking to hear from more collaborators. So if you would like to participate in the show, we would love to hear from you. Collaborators could also be people that want to co-author documents with us or, or even develop some training materials, guidebooks, or, or even write a book uh, with us. And we're looking for mentors. So we're looking to develop a great panel of mentors that are ready, willing, and able to help the next generation of leaders to be ready for the world of modern leadership. So I mentioned about our values and beliefs and I'd really like to share those with you today and I hope that they are symbiotic with the things that you believe but in any case we the very first principle is that we value diversity of thought so even if you don't agree we want to have a dialogue with you but let us share with you some of the key values and beliefs that underpin what we're about, why we exist, and why we started this movement. And the first one is exactly that, diversity of thought. Diversity of thought generates impactful solutions to any problem or issue. Now, there's a lot of misunderstanding about what diversity actually is. And for us, it is all about diversity of thought. It's not about a gender thing alone It's not just about age. It's not just about socioeconomic background. It's about all of these things. It's about bringing a collection of people together that have got completely different backgrounds, different experiences, different skill sets, and having the ability to bring that together to create collective wisdom to improve decision making. The opposite of diversity is when you have businesses and, and I used to work with one that was similar to this. We have all of the people in senior leadership roles or on the executive that have all got similar backgrounds. They might be all middle-aged to older white men and they all went to the same university and they've got the, the same kind of scars on their back of different things and experiences that have been through. And then what happens is if they're faced with any particular problem or they're all brainstorming about how to take their business into its next chapter, well, they're all going to come up with the same ideas and you're not going to have that diversity to start thinking about problems from different angles or thinking about things that they're not seeing. And that's really not good for the business and it's not good for them individually uh, for their own personal growth. So we really believe in diversity of thought, bringing people together from all walks of life to make sure that we have all of those perspectives that can be brought together for collective wisdom and for improved decision-making that has a, a bigger impact on the world. Our next value is about inclusiveness, and it's about inclusiveness everywhere. But the best way that I can describe this one is to describe the opposite. What we want to see is the end of people feeling like they're excluded. And there's some key words there. The feeling of exclusion is really awful. I'm talking about, you know, think back to high school when there were the cool kids and then there were the kids that were not so cool and there were these different groups and cliques and there was that always that feeling of wanting to belong to something bigger and greater than just in you as an individual. And that feeling that you're not part of a group or that you're being excluded is horrible. and And let me tell you, that happens in the workplace. And it is a feeling. Sometimes it can be completely by accident, but it doesn't matter. If the feeling is there, the feeling is still real. What I refer to with this one is you end up with this uh, concept that I talk about, which is called the heavy leg syndrome. Now, what, what does that mean? I'm talking about that feeling where someone gets to the office and they get to the bottom of the stairs of whatever business it is that they're working in and they can't lift their legs to climb the stairs. They, they, they have this sinking feeling when they arrive that they're not looking forward to their day's work that is what exclusion leads to. And there's no way that someone should ever feel like that, first of all, if we think about the individual. And secondly, if you just take a business lens on that, there's no way that that person with that feeling of exclusion is going to be a happy and productive worker who's going to contribute to the vision of the business. So inclusion and the end of that feeling of exclusion is so important to the mental health and well-being of the individual, but it's also important to the health and the, and the benefits uh, that it generates for the business. The next belief that we have, and we must admit that we, we borrow this one from Simon Sneck, that leadership is not a rank. Leadership is a set of behaviours and a set of attributes that can come from anywhere or anyone in a business or in society for that matter. And leadership is that ability to influence someone where they want to go on a journey. They want to be there. They want to help. They want, they'll go the extra mile because you've influenced them that they want to do this. It's completely different to being a manager and being directive and being the boss. It's about Influencing people to the point where they want to do it and they want to be part of that journey. Our next belief is that different is not necessarily wrong. There are always more than one way to do things. So... So accepting that this is the way that we've always done things or, or this is how you do that and that's the only way that you can do it, we challenge that and we do not accept it and we know that there are always better ways. An interesting one here is when someone comes into a new business. They've come from outside, they might have experiences from other industries or, or other workplaces and you bring them into a business and you instantly start training them on, oh, this is how things are done here without taking the time to listen to them and realize that there actually may be better ways or different ways that need to be considered. So different is not wrong and there's always more than one way of doing things and many managers fall into the trap of expecting things to be done exactly the way that they would have done it and I encourage all of you to stop and pause and think about well, what was the outcome that you were looking for and if this different approach that your team member is looking to do still achieves that result then what's the problem? one to think about. I think uh, a lot of people may struggle with that. Now, wrong is wrong. So there is a line and there are some things where just off the table and no, that is the wrong thing to do, but different is not necessarily wrong. And that leads us to that whole thing about challenging the status quo. So we never accept as a good reason that when someone says, why do you do it that way? And they say, well, that's the way we've always done it. That's never a good reason. It's also not necessarily a good reason if someone just says, well, that's what the boss asked for either. So we do encourage people to challenge appropriately and professionally to challenge if they believe that the way things are being done are not necessarily the the most effective or the most efficient way. Our next belief is in the power of empathy. This one's a really interesting one. So bear with us for a second and think this one through. You've probably all heard the saying before that you should treat people the way you want to be treated. We don't actually subscribe to that thinking. We think that you should take the time to get to know someone, to get to know what makes them tick, to get to know what motivates them, to get to know their likes and their dislikes. And then you should treat people the way they want to be treated, not the way you want to be treated. We are all different people and we all have different likes dislikes and motivations a really great example here could be the differences between extroverts and introverts so if you went to an extrovert and you were looking to reward their behavior you might stand them up in front of the entire company and present them award and get ask them to give a little speech upon receipt of that award if you did the same with an introvert, that might be the very worst thing that you could do. They might absolutely shake at the thought of standing up in front of the company and giving a speech. That doesn't mean that the introvert is any less capable than the extrovert. They're just two different personality types that are equally powerful and equally credible in the workplace for what they bring to the table. So take the time, really think, really get to know all of the people that you're working with to understand their likes, understand their dislikes, understand what motivates them. And then when you are trying to reward their behavior as an example, you can then be pretty sure that the reward that you're going to give them is in some way going to be linked to their preferences and they're going to be much happier as a result. And a happier worker is always, or a happier team member, is always going to be more effective. The next belief is about the power of engagement. What is that about? Really, it's about buy-in. And what we prescribe to here is that you need to teach people to think. Don't tell them what. And don't tell them how to do something, but teach them how to think, teach them how to problem solve and engage them in the problem and the task. So that means being really clear with them about what the overall goals are that you're looking to achieve through this activity. Whatever the project is, it could be anything, but be really clear about what the real outcomes and the goals are that you're trying to uh, achieve and let them decide how they're actually going to achieve that goal or achieve that outcome. And by having that buy-in, they're really going to have a better chance of contributing and they're going to learn a lot more and they're going to take a lot more ownership and accountability for the results. So really think about every moment What are the things that I'm trying to instill in my team and those that work around me and how can I teach them to be self-sufficient? How can I teach them to be a force multiplier of everyone else uh, around them? And in terms of values, we really need to discuss things like trust, ethics and integrity. And unfortunately, you do see this as a hit and miss thing in our society today and in many businesses. So you do see behaviors from management, senior management, senior leadership, where trust builds up over time but can be very quickly broken through uh, certain behaviors, et cetera, et cetera. Ethics and integrity also need to be a fundamental part of your leadership style and need to underpin uh, everything that you do. People want to follow leaders that base their behaviors based on a strong set of ethics and uh, integrity at all times. Okay, so we've shared with you so far what our vision is uh, to inspire all leaders to challenge the status quo. We've spoken about our mission We've told you about who our target audience is and how we want to have an engagement uh, with all of you. And we've spoken about some of our values and beliefs. Well, but what are you going to expect from the podcast and also from the leadership project and the movement? Well, for the podcast, you're going to see a lot of uh, interviews. There'll be some episodes where it's just me talking or one of the team uh, presenting a certain topic. And then in other cases, we're going to have interviewees that come along to share their very specific expertise on a certain topic. And we're going to be bringing in leaders from all kinds of businesses from all across the globe to share their thoughts, to share their experiences about what has worked for them in their careers. Also, sharing some of their mistakes that they've made along the way because certainly uh, one thing about uh, leaders, uh, we have all made our mistakes along the way and the better leaders are the ones that can learn from those mistakes and live by feelings like there is no such thing as failure, only learning. Uh, And people that have got a growth mindset generally make exceptional leaders and uh, so we will be interested to hear from them about different mistakes that they have made along the way and we've already got some really great guests lined up and you'll see in the first few episodes we'll be covering in particular in light of International Women's Day, you're going to see a, a heavy emphasis on women leaders in our businesses. So we'll, there'll be a interview two part series coming up with inspiring women at Cubic. There'll be also interviews uh, with the marketing manager of Grab who is uh, just a wonderful success story out of Malaysia and and Southeast Asia. So you're going to see a lot of uh, interviews and then you're going to see either myself or our team members presenting on certain topics uh, at different times what topics are we talking about? Well, we are going to hit some pretty confronting topics at times, some controversial discussions, ones that we believe must be had. So we'll be talking about things like diversity and inclusion. We'll be talking about things like unconscious bias or even things like confirmation bias and you know when that can be positive or when it can be uh, dangerous. We'll talk about things like values and ethics and trust and we're going to have some pretty challenging discussions on on certain topics we're also going to cover things that we believe that leaders need to have in their uh, skill tool set so things that you need in your tool bag or whatever you want to call it uh, where you tap into could be anything including things like the power of self-reflection oh i'm going to pause on that one for a moment because this one is important and something for you to think about with all of the future episodes of the podcast. I really believe in the power of self-reflection and uh, those that know me probably already know this because I share it with a lot of people. I practice self-reflection every day. At the end of every day, I, I give myself an honest scorecard and I think about, well, what went well today? What didn't go well today And what could I have done differently next time to get a different result? And it could be on a specific topic, the self-reflection, or it could be just generally about how did my day go? So one of the things that you might want to think about on every topic that we cover in the podcast is to do exactly that. At the end of the podcast, pause. I might even give some guidance on this as we go through the podcast and go, okay, well, today we covered the topic of inspiring others or coaching or time management and i might ask you to do a little self reflection and go so how would i score against that am i good at time management is that one of my strengths is that one of my my shortcomings or my weaknesses what could i do differently to improve my time management as an example so the power of self reflection is going to be a common theme that comes up on different episodes throughout the podcast series and through the Leadership Project Movement. You'll hear us talk about things like servant leadership and focus. We'll give tips on public speaking or even impromptu speaking, which is an interesting subset of public speaking. We'll cover topics of the difference between being a leader and being a manager. We'll go into key things like Conversational intelligence, and this is a really interesting one about the power of words, your selection of words, and what you can do to adapt that over time to continue to improve your engagement with other people around you through conversational intelligence. We'll go through things like emotional intelligence and the power of that, and that is becoming more and more understood, the power of emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is, is shining through as being potentially something that is more sought after. We'll go through very specific movements, such as one of my favorite ones is a movement called the complaint-free world, and we'll have an episode coming up on that. We'll talk about things like negotiation skills, something that all leaders should have at some point. We'll talk even about things like buying behavior, something that most leaders, it's probably good for you to understand that at some kind of level in terms of some of the psychological aspects associated with buying behavior. We'll talk about customer service, innovation, accountability, communication skills, and things like recognition and rewards. So the, the list of topics that we've got to go through is going to keep us busy for, in fact, probably years to come. And we're really looking forward to sharing all of those topics with you and to hear from you. Because once again, we really value diversity of thought. So we don't want this to be Just a one way conversation. We really want to hear back from you about your thoughts about everything that we cover. Okay, that wraps us up for episode one. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you're interested in this program. Please uh, do remember to hit the subscribe button on your preferred podcast service so that you're notified of future episodes. We're going to bring you a new episode at least once a week on different topics. And we would love to hear your feedback. If you've got any questions, please feel free to reach out to us and we would love to hear from you, particularly if you want to collaborate with us. If, if there's a topic that you would like to come on the show and talk about or, or like I say, a co-author or a paper with us, please do do so. <laughs> You've been listening to The Leadership Project with Mick beers where we inspire all leaders to challenge the status quo and empower modern leaders through knowledge and emotional intelligence to create meaningful impact. We hope you enjoyed the show today, and we look forward to bringing you more great content in the very near future. Please remember to hit the subscribe button on your preferred podcast service so that we can notify you of all future episodes and we would love it if you tell your friends about the show and give them a link so that they can also participate as well and if you'd like to please go ahead and and give us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Google Podcasts or Spotify whichever is your preferred service we really look forward to bringing you putting out more content uh, at least once a week and we look forward to a great engagement with you our next episode is going to start our interview series and we start with part one of our interview panel called Inspiring Women at Cubic. Until then, stay safe and remember to challenge the status quo. For listening to the leadership project at mickspears.com. a huge call out to Farris adek for his video editing of all of our video content and to all of the team at TLP Joanne goes on Gerald Calibo and my amazing wife say Spears I could not do this show without you don't forget to subscribe to the leadership project YouTube channel where we bring you interesting videos each and every week and you can follow us on social particularly on LinkedIn Facebook and Instagram. Now, in the meantime, please do take care, look out for each other and join us on this journey as we learn together and lead together.